You know, this is, is my time of the year right here. You know, the, the weather's nice. You know, it's not too cool, not too hot. You know, the, you wake up and you hear the birds chirping. And this is all right. You know, God has blessed us with this day. And we all are here under this nice roof and comfortable seats. And so I'm just thankful to God just to be here. You know, just to be able to worship him. It is definitely a privilege Man. and an honor. You know, he's worthy of our worship and our praise. And yeah. just yeah. thanks God so much for just allowing us to be a part of this day. Because many are, are not a part of this day. Man. And he has blessed us. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful to him. Uh, grateful to be able to stand before you once again. Uh, the, the scripture that was read into your hearing this morning uh, was Genesis chapter 3 and verses uh, 6 through 9, and I'll be reading from the NIV. And that scripture reads, When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband. And, you know, y'all think my lesson going to come from that right there, right? But it's not. <laughs> but it's not. Not today. Uh, who was uh, with her and, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard a sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to the man, where are you? Where are you? You know, ha have you ever had a situation where. You know, you, you've done something wrong and all of a sudden you realize you've done it and it just pops in your mind. It is so evident. You know, Adam and Eve, they, they knew that it was wrong. But as soon as they ate of that fruit, they, they, their eyes were open. And, and, and when, when God came looking for them, he, he says, where are you? They, they, they were hiding. What, what, they, what they hiding for? Yeah. What, what, what are you hiding? See, it, it, this is... It, my lesson today is where are you? You know, one, one fond recollection of, of one of these moments, these aha moments for me, you know, I've shared a few times before, you know, my upbringing, you know, it, it was, you know, I've had humble beginnings um, in a little town in, in Arkansas. And, uh, you know, I, I slept with me. I love, love my mama, if y'all don't know. <laughs> But I, um, I, I slept in my parents' room until I was uh, 10 and some change. Mm. <laughs> so so y'all parents, you can just imagine, you know, your children or your child, you know, in the bed beside you. The rooms were small. It ain't like we had a, a large room. And, uh, you know, and I, I shared this before, too. I, I was one of them, them. I peed the bed a lot. I think I probably peed the bed until I was 12. So, <laughs> so, so I had a water bed before water beds was in style. But 
so just thinking, I'm beside, you know, their bed and my mom and, and parents, they was out working. And, uh, you know, my grandma, she used to call me Spider-Man. I, I used to love, you know, Spider-Man was my thing. And uh, I remember one day, you know, my mom being away at work and I was in the room jumping from bed to bed, you know, my bed to their bed, you know, thinking I was Spider-Man. And lo and behold, she came home for lunch that day. And I remember being in midair and she opened the door. <laughs> and I realized I wasn't on the building. I, I was, you know, that's where I was. But needless to say, you know, I, my question for you today is, where are you? You know, and hoping that, that this message today will kind of open your mindset to, to make you examine yourself. And as I always say, my, my whole purpose when I get a chance, and all, all of us that get a chance to uh, give a message, is really to encourage us to do better Amen. as Christians. Amen. And really to examine yourself and make sure that you're walking uh, as Christ would have us to walk. Yeah. You know, last week, uh, Brother Jackson brought a, a lesson about uh, Paul, you know, I think it was Acts chapter 27, you know, when they were on their way to Rome and the prisoners and they were, came across the storm and were shipwrecked. And I, I got to thinking, you know, just thinking if, if, if we wanted to, you know, just say if you desire to go to Jamaica, let's, let's go to Jamaica. You know, let's, let's set sail from, from Key West, you know, from Florida and, and get out in the ocean and let's set south. And, and, you know, I don't know if you've been out on the ocean, but it's, it's vast. You look around and, and you don't see land anywhere. You don't see anybody anywhere. And you just look straight ahead and all you see is this plane of water. And that's if there's no storm. That's if it's, everything is calm. So I don't know if you can see on this slide, but that little speck in the middle is just a little sailboat in, in the middle of that ocean. And, you know, who knows? If we set sail to go to Jamaica and, you know, we, we set our coordinates and we start to float, we, we may get there. But all it takes is something subtle, a subtle wind, and next thing you know, we're off course. It doesn't take much in that vast, we, we may end up in Brazil, we may end up in Mexico, and we may even end up north, you know, who knows? You don't know where you are. So the most subtle thing can take us off course. And you look at what happened with Adam and Eve, you know, we started later on in that chapter, but if you begin up in verse 1 of chapter 3. It says, now the serpent was more subtle than all the beasts uh, of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, hath God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? I mean, something so subtle has changed the whole course of this world. Yeah. Yeah. Something so subtle. So I'm hoping that you will look within this lesson today and see what, if you're on course or not. See, you don't know where you're going unless you first realize where you are. Right. You know, say so we can say, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way to Jamaica. But if you don't know where you are, you may be, <laughs> we may be heading somewhere else. Yeah. So, yeah, we all say, I, I want to make it to heaven. I want to go to heaven. I, I, I'm a Christian, but are you on the right track? Right. Are, are you certain? 
has something gotten you off course? You know, uh, one thing about heaven, I, I can guarantee you we're not going to stumble our way into heaven. Uh, you may think, well, I, I'm going to do this little bit. I, I gave my life over to Christ. I was baptized. Yeah. But where are you now? Amen. You know, we look at our, 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 our marriages. You know, you, you got married and you were in love. And, oh, let's, let's, let's start this family. Let's live our lives together. You started out, but now where are you? Or are, are you loving your wife like Christ loved the church? Or, or are you being submissive to your husband as you ought to be? Amen. You know, you had that, that love, that bundle of joy, that baby. And when you look at that child, you said, I, I will love you unconditionally. I will love you with all my heart. I'll do anything for you. And then as life goes on and they, you know, give you a, a few headaches along the way. <laughs> And you've had a long day at work. Are you still loving that child like you should? Are you nurturing that child in the admonition of the Lord? Yeah, you started out as a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. But are you faithful in your being a Christian? Are you faithful in raising that child as Christ has commanded you to? Or are you off course? Would that take you off course of being a Christian? Yeah, we want to go to heaven, but where are you? Where are you? You're on your job and all these things that are going on. And as a Christian, we're supposed to be the light. We're supposed to be the salt of this earth. But where are you? Where are you today? That's what I want you to. And what brought this to my lesson, Brother Gerard, man, he's doing an awesome job on, on, on Monday nights. And we're in, in uh, uh, Acts chapter, John chapter four uh, a few weeks ago. And we talked about the uh, Samaritan woman, you know, at the well. And, and Jesus came and found her at the well. You know, Jesus has a way of, of finding us where we are. And, and, you know, some of us are just going through life and, and, and we think, I can do it on my own. I, I've got this job. I'm making ends meet. I, I'm, I'm okay. But are you? Where are you? You know, I, I look at this uh, picture. This is, I don't know if any of you are familiar with, where's Waldo? Right? And Waldo's always blending in. <laughs> you always have to find Waldo. No matter where he is, you have to find him. And some of us go through life like Waldo. We kind of blend in. We're at work. If you've never shared the gospel with anybody, else, some of us have been on these jobs for years. You say, yeah, people know that I'm a Christian. Yeah. But have you really shared with any, anybody? Have you told anybody about the church? All right. Are you the Christian that you should be? Yeah, you, 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 we all have family. We are of age. Have you shared the gospel with family members? Or are you just blending in at the family reunion? Are you blending in at work? Are you blending in at Walmart? Where, where are you? Where are you, Christian? Where are you? All right. and we say we want to go to heaven. But look at yourself. Are you on the right track? Are we on the right track? Are we standing out? Are we in the crowd? Right. You know, some of you even here today, you know, your marriages, you try to look like everything is all right. Your kids going through things at school and, and, and going, you're going through things at home and you're blending in even here. 
But where are you really? Or are you blending in? Why? We know we're going to go through trials and tribulations as a Christian. And then knowing that you're going through those and you don't seek to be amongst the saints, to, 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 to be admonished, to be built up, to be revived. We have these classes on Monday and Wednesday nights and even on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday night to get some inspiration. But you're just blending in with this world. Why? Where are you? Are you blending in with this world because you don't know better? Are you blending in because you think I, I've got this? You don't. Uh, we, we see many uh, examples of Jesus being with people, uh, finding people, people finding him even in crowds. Jesus is willing to find you. He's willing to be with you. He's willing to whatever issue that you're facing, he's willing to take it on. Uh, I look over in, in, in Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, verses, uh, beginning at verse 40. Now I'm reading from the NIV. Uh, verse 40 says, Now when Jesus returned, and this is when he was, had been uh, uh, leaving out of Jerusalem and uh, right outside of Galilee, and he was on the lake and had done many miracles at this time. And then you get down to verse 40 of that, and he returned uh, to the land. And it says, Now Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him. For they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house. Because his only daughter, a girl about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. So even in this vast crowd, uh, this man still seeked out Jesus because that's where his hope was. He said, I, I my daughter, she's dying and I, I can't do anything for her. I, 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 I can't do anything. I, I'm doing all I can for my child. I, I'm trying to give them the medication. I mean, I don't, if, if you have a child, you know, from day one, there's going to be some sick days. And some days you, you say, well, you know, let, I don't know how to get them to stop crying or they have a fever and I'm trying my best to help them break that fever. I, I need some help for my child. I can, I'm doing all I can do, but I can't do anything else. And you look for help. This man was at that point. He said, well, I, I just don't know what to do. I know the, this crowd is so vast, but if I can just get to Jesus, I know that he can help. And Jesus, even amongst all those that he had been healing and just calmed the, uh, the, the storm with the uh, uh, disciples that were with him in the boat, you know, he said, I, even then, Jesus said, I have time for you. Jairus, I still have, I will come with you because your faith, I will come to you, to your daughter. And, and we continue on in that, not just the crowd for Jairus. But even with Jesus being set on helping him, we have another. In verse 43 it says, a, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. 
but no one could help could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowded and pressing against you. But Jesus says something, someone touched me. I know that power has gone from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. And I don't know about you. I, you know, have you ever thought of how awesome God is? <laughs> I've thought about how awesome he is and I can't even fathom it all. I think of what's going on in the world today. I know that there's someone that has been abducted and they're being held against their will. And they're probably praying out to God saying, God, please help me. You know, I know someone's probably in an accident and they're trapped in a vehicle and they're saying, God, please help me. There's somebody that's about to be operated on in the operating room that said, God, please help me. There's somebody that's stricken with COVID or some other disease and they're saying, Lord, please help me. And you look over, and that's just even here in, in, in Georgia. <laughs> and then you look, oh man, you look over what's going on in Ukraine and we have our brothers and sisters there that I know are praying out to God saying, God, please help us. Yeah. And not only that, but God hears and he's blessing and he's helping. And yet, no matter what the crowd is, God can still help you too. No matter where you are in the crowd, God is there for you. So don't ever think that you're in a situation that I don't know how God can. I, I've done so wrong. I, God, he, he doesn't hear me. Little old me. All that I've done. God is willing to meet you where you are. So when you find out where you are, it's only, that's the only way you're going to realize where you're going. Continuing on in that, in verse 49, it says, while Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead. He said, don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, uh, he did not let anyone go in except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is not dead, but asleep. Sometimes we hear all the murmuring that's going around, and, 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 and you let people get in your head and you start looking at others and how others have these material things. You know, you look at other people's children and they're driving around in the Mercedes and, you know, you, you, you barely making it. You look around and they kid on got accepted into UGA, you know, they, 
and you're struggling to get your child into whatever the local school is, or they're barely making it, and, and you say, well, I, maybe I've done something wrong. Maybe God just, that's not blessing me. Have you ever gotten in that situation where you, you feel low about yourself and your self-esteem is not where it should be? And you seem like you keep getting overlooked for promotions on your job and you keep having these health issues and you just your health isn't where it needs to be. You know, I, I, I am a believer and I, I, mean, I can get up here and give testimonies all day long how God has blessed me. I, I, man, don't even get me started on. <laughs> but I do realize no matter what you wish for, you pray for, you hope for, if you do got things God's way, it works out for, for you in the end. And, and I realize that it never works out the way that I expected it to work out. <laughs> you know, I, I can plan and think and contemplate and, you know, you have things going on at work. You can't sleep. You're tossing and turning, thinking about, you know, how your boss is thinking this and that and that. To be honest with you, your boss probably eating dinner. You, you, you far from their mind. I, I guarantee you. You're tossing and turning and you're wondering, well, what am I going to say to my child's teacher? I got a, a, a meeting with the teacher tomorrow. I, you know, what, what I'm, if they say this, I'm going to. You don't got yourself all riled up for nothing. When, when you do things God's way, when you pray and have faith, things work out. But you must have, first you have to realize where you are. If your mind isn't right, if your faith isn't right, it's not going to work out for you because you are off track. So no matter what you're going through today, just think about where am I? Where are you? So whatever that situation is in life, stop and think. Am I on the right track as being a Christian? Any of these things that I have mentioned can take you off track, your marriage, your child, your, just you not being humble. Yeah. Any of those things can take you off track from being a Christian. And, and like I said, when you first started, you were faithful in coming. And, and now it's a struggle. If, it, if it's a struggle for you to come worship God, you're not on the right track. Amen. If you say, well, they, oh, they, we're changing the schedule now. For, uh, we got Sunday school. Well, uh, you already said, well, I ain't coming to Sunday school. <laughs> we ain't even started. If you already got your mindset that I, I'm, I'm not making it to Sunday school. I mean, I, you know, if you already made up in your mind, two times is too much to worship God on Sunday. Two hours, three hours is too much to worship God. on. Why do I need to come to two services? If that's your mindset. If that is your mindset, if God is not, if you say God is not worth me worshiping him twice in one day, I'll leave it at that. Verse 53. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, my child, get up. (laughs) When all odds are against you and you think, hey, I, I. I'm down and out. I'm in the, I'm deep down in the valley. I, it ain't no get God said, Jesus said, hey, get, get up. <laughs> My child, get up. That, that's the God that I serve. 
I, I tell you, that, that's what makes me happy. When I, when I get up in the morning, I, Georgia tell you, and most times right before, even before my alarm get off, if God wake me up, I'm thankful. And I hop on up. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful for each day that he blesses me with. And it, 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 it ain't no shame in my game. Because <laughs> I know where he's brought me from. And I know that many times he said, my child, get up. In, in verse 55, it says, uh, her spirit returned. And at once she stood up. Then Jesus uh, told them to give her something to eat. See, some of you don't got up and, and you, ain't, you ain't eating nothing. <laughs> You've been down and out. You, you, you've been struggling. And God don't got your child through your, his sickness. God don't got you through your sickness. God don't got you in another vehicle when it was broken down and you know how you was going to go to work. God don't bless you with a new job. You've been down. He said, child, get up. And, mm, and you say, I don't, I don't want nothing to eat. I don't, I don't, I can't come on Sunday. I can't come twice on Sunday. I can't come on Wednesday. I can't get nothing else. I can't log in at, uh, at uh, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock on, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday to, to get 15 minutes of edification. I, I don't want nothing else to eat. I, just get me up. Man, where are you? <laughs> Think today. Where are you? So, you know, I, God is, is awesome. So wherever you are today, no matter where your marriage is, no matter what you got going on in your life, your family life, the bills that you have piling up, the eviction notice that you have, no matter where you are right now. And, and some of you are here physically and we've been going over this, the, the lesson of, of your, your body, spirit, and soul, you know, the three parts of man. So where, 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 and God is looking for you right now. He says, I'm seeking for those to worship me in spirit and in truth. Where, some of you are physically here, but your mind is somewhere else. Where are you? Where are you, Christian? You're not going to stumble your way into heaven. <laughs> you can't go through life that way. Either you're going to give him your all or you're going to go off track. So find out where you are today. Don't, don't keep veering off. Find out where you are and give God your all. That's what is required of you. Not just desi- not desired of you. Christ didn't say, I, I desire for you to obey me. He commands you to. If, you, if, if you're planning on making it to heaven, he commands you to. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you say, well, yeah, you know. I, I know where I am, but do you? Have you done a deep dive? And that's what we do, you know, when we are in our Bible studies, when we're in the Sunday school, we study the scriptures together. You know, it's not the same format as worship service. So I'm here sharing the scriptures with you, but there's really no dialogue. So when we come to our Bible studies, it's meant for us to have a dialogue so that we can be built up. So my question is, 
where are you? Jesus is always there waiting. He's there. And, and, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, Psalms, uh, 23rd Numbers of Psalms. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. So in order for me to know where I am as a Christian, I can't order my own steps. I can't go through this life doing things my way. I, I, see, God said, I, I'll put you in these green. I, I give you rest. So you're going through, you're, you're, you're stressing. Your health is down because you're stressing. Your blood pressure is up because you're stressing. He said, hey, lay down in these green pastures. Let me lead you beside the waters. But you are bucking up and say, let, let me venture out over here and see what I can do. It says, he restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We got death all around. It's a bunch of dead people walking around. And they don't even know it. And you will be one of those, too, if, if you don't give God your, your life. It, 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 you, some of you are walking around dead and you don't even know it. You're just going with the flow like 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 some zombies or something. Just going with the flow day in, day out. You up, you're down, you're up, you're down, day in, day out. And, and you don't have that peace about you that a Christian should have. That peace that surpasses all understanding because you're going about things your way. You're not on the right path. You're not where you're supposed to be. But he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. These words that we find in the Bible, they comfort. I don't know about y'all, but it comforts me. And when I look at uh, Revelation 21 and Isaiah 65, when it talks about this new heaven, you know, I, I get renewed, I get revived. I said, a place where I'm not going to grow old and there's no sickness, no death, none of this stuff. And, and, and say, if you can't get things right here, if, if you're gossiping and bickering and you can't love your wife like you're supposed to, you, those, you're not making it into heaven. Heaven is, going, is a special place for God's special people. And if we can't get things right here, you can't make it into heaven. You're not going to stumble your way in on some technicality. Amen. You're not. We have been given instructions on what to do. If, if you let God lead you, if you let these words, if you, you, these inspired words of God, if you let them lead you, then you can be on the right path. Now, uh, Jesus said over in Revelation 3.20, he says, I, I stand at the door and, and knock. It says, if you open that door, it says, but you have to open it. He says, I, I stand and knock. He's, he's there. Wherever you are, no matter what you're going through, he's there. Yeah. No matter what this crowd is around you, he's there. Yeah. He said, just open the door and I'll come in and, and sup with you. So what, what, whatever it is, find out today, Ken, folks, where are you really on this path of being a Christian? Where are you as being a disciple of Christ? Are you his follower? Are you really following Christ? Or have you veered off and now you're following Satan? It, it's that simple. It really is that simple. Life isn't simple. No, 
But when you give your life over to Christ and you dive into his word and you want to abide by his word, it makes things a whole lot easier. You don't stress like you normally do. You, you, you don't wonder how things are going to work out. You don't, you don't try to figure it out for yourself. You know that God, everything's going to work out for the good. So that's my message for you today. I, you know, so I, and I looked at this bulletin today. I, it so happened. <laughs> it says what we, uh, what we are, and then on the other side is what we want to be. And I'm thinking if where we are and where we want to be. And in between, it says it's a leap of faith. So where are you and where do you want to be? If it's heaven is your final goal, your des- that should be our ultimate destination. That, that's where we're trying to make it to. So where are you and where are you trying to go? And in between, there's faith. If your faith is wavering, you're not going to make it to the other side. So that's, that's my plea to you today. I, I hope and pray that these words will encourage you in, in some way just to, we're in this fight together. And you're not in it alone. No matter what it is you're going through in your life, you're not alone. Christ is there. Christ is there. So if, if you would like your, uh, if you're struggling and you would like to make your petitions known today, let's, let's do that. Man. Let's get on the right track. Don't, don't, don't just sit here like nothing's going on. Because it is. If you're married, something going on. It ain't no secret. <laughs> if you got kids, something going on, it ain't no secret. Your kids acting out. Guess what? Mine is, mine, hey, and it ain't no secret. So don't just blend in like Waldo. That's not what you're here for. So if you need help, if you need prayer, make your prayer, make it known now. Make it known now. What is, what is our song? As we stand, please stand.